The flight deck is made possible by the generous donors supporting the Museum of Flight. And Alaska Airlines, committed to enhancing our community's cultural and economic vitality for over 35 years. You can support this podcast and the Museum of Flight's other initiatives across the United States and the world by visiting museumofflight.org slash podcast. Hello and welcome to The Flight Deck, the podcast of the Museum of Flight in Seattle, Washington. I am your host, Sean Mobley. Today we honor the 50th anniversary of the first human footsteps on the moon 50 years ago today, if you listen to it the day this came out. Now this day has special significance to us here at the Museum of Flight as the Smithsonian has chosen us to steward the Columbia Command Module, the spacecraft that Neil Armstrong, Buzz Aldrin, and Michael Collins took to the moon and back, the only piece of the spaceship that made it all the way back to Earth on this historic anniversary. It is here as part of the Destination Moon Traveling Exhibition from the Smithsonian Institution Traveling Exhibition Service. So, to commemorate this, I thought we'd share some words we recorded with the one and only Buzz Aldrin, the second person to walk on the moon. This interview was recorded here a few weeks ago in front of a live audience. Now, to put some icing on the cake, it isn't me interviewing. And no, me not interviewing is not the icing. At least I, I hope it isn't. The interviewers are Mark and Rick Armstrong, two of Neil Armstrong's sons. So a few times you'll hear Buzz say stuff like, your dad did this, your dad did that. He's referring to Neil Armstrong because he's talking to his sons. So this episode is special in more ways than one. It's part of the Destination Moon Pod Crawl, a podcast celebration of the 50th anniversary of the moon landing, featuring stories about the past, present, and future of spaceflight. We've partnered with four other amazing podcasts to create content centered around this theme. Other stops on the pod crawl include Stuff You Missed in History Class, GeekWire, Sound Effect from KNKX Public Radio, and Radiotopia's The Truth. They've all been airing episodes over the last week or so about different aspects of Apollo. So after listening to today's episode, check out our show notes for links to these other podcasts and continue geeking out about one of the most incredible moments in human history, the Apollo 11 moon landing. So keep the crawl going. And if you're joining us from one of these other podcasts today, a very special welcome. We hope you enjoy what you hear on the flight deck. Somewhere, Neil got this uh, scoop, and he had a, a pocket in his thigh, and there was a bag in that. So he kind of shuffled around. And I could see that he didn't have much trouble moving around there at all. Before that, I did vaguely see him jump up and then jump back down again. So I didn't see him having much trouble moving around. I figured, hey, this really is going to be kind of easy. Now, maybe that built up my confidence. Because in the picture here, I'm coming down the ladder. 
and my backside is being photographed. <laughs> <laughs> so I get down to the bottom rung on the ladder, boop, I jump down. Now, what the heck, this is one-six gravity, that's no big deal. Boop! So I didn't make it. <laughs> <laughs> and, and the trivia quiz is the very iconic picture that Neil took of me. You look at my legs and you see little smudges here on both shins. And that's where dust that your dad put on the bottom rung of the ladder shows how much I missed. <laughs> <laughs> now, there's one other thing about this contingency sample. The idea was that if somebody gets outside uh, and something goes wrong, and you got to get back in, you better pick up something. Gotta get the rocks. Yep. So it was called a contingency sample. There was a little concern with some people that when we brought that in, it might be a little dusty. And people said, uh, scientists that know what they're talking about, said that, uh, well, if we pressurize the cabin, with oxygen, that's liable to burst into flames. Okay, so we decided what we're gonna do is to put it here on the top of the engine ascent cover. Later became the bed, the bed, the bed for your dad. <laughs> now we did not think it was gonna burst into flames. That was just silly stuff. Now, the reason I'm telling you that is because when my uncle came down for the launch, the night before, I told him this silly story about this contingency sample with, with some lunar dust and that we were going to put it here because it might burst into flames. And I said, well, he didn't worry about that. So on the pl plane back to California after my uncle had uh, seen the launch and everything, he sat down and started explaining this funny story about the contingency sample and that we were very prepared because if the oxygen caused it to burst into flames, we would depressurize and throw it outside. So my uncle tells this guy sitting next to him, turns out, he was a reporter. <laughs> and there's a little column in the California newspaper, and the headline says, Aldrin fears lunar rocks. <laughs> <laughs> You've done the EVA, and now it's time to go home. We get back in, and we got the backpacks on. They're heavy. And there's an old interesting story about why we were heavy. Um, so it had been decided that when we got back in, 
we would hook up to the onboard system of the LEM, and we'd have the backpacks off. Then we would depressurize the LEM again, open up the hatch, and throw them overboard. When they hit the ground, the experiment that I had put out was a seismometer that would supposedly find moonquakes, not earthquake, moonquakes, or whatever is going on underneath. But back in mission control, they could hear the backpacks hit the ground. So we closed the hatch. And uh, now it's time to think about going to sleep. If you think about the inside of the LEM, there's a floor, and two people stand here, look out the window, the instrument panel, and panel circuit breakers, and the ascent engine is here. And uh, there isn't much of a place to lie down. <laughs> so here is where I was checking on your dad's thinking ahead. I said, Neil, I take dibs on the floor. <laughs> okay, so I laid down on the floor. It was getting cold, so we had the helmets on and the heat turned full up. So I got my head on the co-pilot site, and the lights are still on, and I look at some of the dust there. And there's something in addition to the dust. It's a little, little black thing. Boy, it sure looks like the end of a circuit breaker. Yeah, it sure does. Well, it must have come from my side. So I stand up and there's two, three rows of circuit breakers. Some are out, because you don't want that system alarmed and the others are pushed in. And there's one that's not out, or it's not in either. That's the one that's broken off. What does it say above that? Engine arm. <laughs> now, when you check out the spacecraft en route to the moon, you go in there and look at all these things, and obviously, that circuit breaker is out. When you get to the moon, you separate, you get ready to start power descent, you push it in. At the right time, the computer turns on the engine, and you go and land. Now you land and pull it out. Now you go back outside and you uh, come back in again, and now you're moving around trying to hook up to this thing, and these backpacks, no telling what they're gonna hit against and break. Obviously, they broke a circuit breaker. So we threw these out, we're trying to sleep. We got a broken circuit breaker, it's the engine arm. This is where we missed the great line in space. 
little changed. Houston, you got a problem. <laughs> because the panel, there was no way for us to do anything about it. So I don't know whether one of you guys said, well, we, we got a bunch of guys here that are going to look over all the circuits behind this circuit breaker panel. We'll be doing it uh, all night. So you guys just go to sleep up there. <laughs> Not to worry. <laughs> I, I, I sort of looked at Neil, and I, I didn't see that it, it <laughs> meant a lot to him. <laughs> He's a pretty cool guy. <laughs> but it just thought to me, wow, do, do they realize exactly what they said? <laughs> the two guys sitting up there, they don't know whether they're coming home or not. <laughs> Let's go to sleep up there. <laughs> <laughs> so how did I push? I looked at my little finger, there's electricity there. That's not a good solution. <laughs> a Fisher ballpoint pen? No, that's not too good either. But I had happened to bring along a felt tip pen so I could write and the letters would show up a lot better. Now that's not metal. Ah, oh, that's a good thing. Oop. Hey, we got a circuit. We're good. Yeah, let's go. Now, the, the postscript of this is that back in Mission Control, there's a public affairs guy, and he has a list of all the equipment that you have. And there were metal Fisher pens, but no ballpoint pen. So he just assumed that it was a Fisher ballpoint pen. It was your own. <laughs> well, it wasn't really mine. Yeah. But, but when I came back and I started hearing this, I, I approached Paul and his sons and I said, ah, just go kind of easy about pushing this thing that your pen saved Apollo 11. <laughs> <laughs> When the command module comes up here, it's not here yet, is it? Yep. Yeah, it's here. It's oh, it is? Yeah. There's a display from the Smithsonian of different artifacts. And you better see what I loaned to them, the circuit breaker and <laughs> the felt tip pen. <laughs>
continue your journey through the past, present, and future of spaceflight by checking out Radiotopia's The Truth, GeekWire, KNKX's Sound Effect, and Stuff You Missed in History Class for incredible space-themed stories that commemorate the 50th anniversary of the Apollo 11 moon landing. You can check out our show notes for links to the other stops on this pod crawl. And again, a welcome to those who might be joining us today from these other fine shows. Hope you decide to stick around. If you like what you heard, please rate and review the podcast on Apple Podcasts or wherever you downloaded us from. Please subscribe to the podcast so you can stay up to date with our episodes and check out our extensive back catalog of fascinating stories from the Museum of Flight, one of the largest air and space museums in the world. You can contact the show at podcast at museumofflight.org. Until next time, this is your host, Sean Mobley, saying to everyone out there on that good earth, we'll see you out there, folks. 